Hello, welcome to News Pucks. It's Wednesday the 17th of September and this is the doomy gloomy news of doom. Oh, H-Boss and Lotus TSB. H-Boss is a good name for a robot, isn't it? Not really, you're thinking of H-Boss. Oh yeah, who's H-Boss? I don't know, but he's a robot. It's not a great name for a robot, but you just... You're just comparing it. Is that what Howard Reed's robot's called? That might be it. I think it is. Hmm. Anyway, not him, but H-Boss. And it's a good name for a boss. Uh, and loads of TSB emerging to stop themselves from going under. Well, H-Boss is the one that was hit very hard yesterday by the, um, the thingy, wasn't the it? The shares have plummeted. They plummeted again today. They reckon that... Um, 110,000 banking jobs are going to be lost in Britain over the next year due to all these banks merging and going under and all that kind of stuff. <sighs> and basically they're not fritting really all our hard-earned, hard-earned interest on uh, bonuses and that. Mm. Taking less gambles with it. Stop lending out money that they don't have, that kind of thing. Or, you know, spending money on stuff they well, that, don't have. The frightening thing is... You know, it's it's like it's like watching dominoes, but in slow motion. It's not going to end it's here. Not even exciting, no. What? Who do you think will be next? I don't know. I think a spider might accidentally knock someone over and knock a domino over in the middle of the chain. Mm-hmm. It'll ruin the end of it, but they won't all have fallen over, so they'll have lost the record. Right. I don't know who's going to be next. Do you think Alliance and Leicester? Don't you? I think it could be. Will be nationalised. Bradford and Bingley. Are you just saying names of banks now? No. Well, Rod- Bradford and Bingley, are, uh, you know, have been in trouble for a good while, haven't they? Okay. Yeah, and they've got their shareholders to bail them out. Um, before, but what about? See, nationwide, who I have some savings with, mm-hmm. they're still a building society, one of the few. They haven't become a bank. Does that make a difference? I don't know. To how they operate. Probably because they're not owned, they're owned by they're not on the stock market, so I wonder if that means that they're less if they're risky. Not, if they're not on the stock market, because they're owned by its, they're its members, because the building society, then should be all right. Interesting. Um, an, another doomy gloomy story. Well, actually, I think there's a bright side to this. Um, Arctic sea ice is at its second lowest level since records began, but not its lowest level, just the second lowest. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's more than last year, but it doesn't say when the other lowest was. But they reckon um, they, they might, in the Arctic they might have a whole summer with no ice at all in 2030. What will the poor polar bears do then? With no ice at all? Mm. Gosh. If trends continue as they are. Well, I think trends will continue as they are, don't you? Yes, in weather and in fashion. So I think they should probably go around a pile of polar bears and get them out quickly. Put them in zoos. I think it would be before 2030. Really? Yeah. Cripes. Um, so more doom and gloom. Inflation has hit a new high. You know that um, Gordon Brown had that 2% rule? Mm-hmm. It's actually now at um, is it 4.7. And uh, it's making the poorer worse off. Mm-hmm. Um, food costs are at 14.5% highest leap in 28 years although food you know is still quite cheap really 
Um, but the, you know, the good news is for homeowners, apparently in July, um, the property prices rose 1%. Right. Property prices did. Hmm. Hmm. The average price of a property rose 1%. Overall, though, the average house lost 0.3% of its value right. during the year to the end of July, which isn't really very much considering how ridiculously overpriced they were in the first place. <laughs> there was an interesting program last night about how to buy a house. Mm-hmm. Um, it was on BBC One at um, about 10.30. You'd have liked it. You should maybe watch it and watch again. And there's this bloke going, right, I want to buy a house in North London. Um, I'd like a, a two-bedroom for that, £200,000. And it was just impossible to get. And he was investigating, getting on council houses lists and things like that. And he made up, he invented this family where he had... Um, and all, like about eight of them all living in this house. Mm-hmm. They were all old and disabled, and so they should have been really high priority. And the council is still five to ten years on the waiting list. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was quite interesting. I did fall asleep before the end, but it was quite interesting. It's the sort of thing you'd have liked. Mm. Um, but yeah, he went to this property um, fair, we get like a, an, an exhibition, mm-hmm. um, but it wasn't for people who were buying house it was property developers and all these people going yeah I started off with like 190 pounds about five years ago now I've got eight million pounds worth of property how is that allowed to happen I don't know well it's just been and gone and done it risky business um you haven't got any news today have you what do you mean well you haven't got paper in front of you no I, I can last I still knew 4.7 didn't I you did yep I'm just saying I've got to drive the news today yeah, but... Uh, I'm like George Alagaya, and you're more like, um, uh, I want to say Nick Knowles, but he's from DIY SOS. Who's that little... Can I be more like Peter Sissons? No, because no, Peter Sissons would drive the news. You're a reporter who I'd, uh, Peter Sissons would ask questions of, right. or perhaps even a weather girl. Well, I could be a weather girl. <laughs> and we're, we're back. We're back with a little brief interlude there. You probably couldn't even tell. No, um, but, but we've mentioned it now. So. We had to we had to go for about ten fifteen minutes, have a quick chat with uh, somebody. We talked about dysfunctional families yeah. and realised that everyone has one. Um, I don't know if Katy Perry has a dysfunctional family, but she got to number one with her song "I Kissed a Girl," mm. and she says, "Oh, I'm really bored of singing I Kissed a Girl now. I think I'm going to be singing it to my dying day." Um, and I just thought it was worth mentioning that I've never heard the song I Kissed a Girl. I've not heard it either. I've, I've seen a picture of her on the tube where she's got um, a very good cleavage mm-hmm. and some very high-waisted shorts. How's it go? I've no idea. never heard it. Somebody, if somebody could write in and tell us how it goes. <laughs> hum it for, Email it, that'd be great. Um, there's some dog stories coming up there. Okay. In, um, I don't like dogs much. In a city in Israel. I didn't mind Little Willie. I like Roly. It looked like he'd be quite snappy. Roly, yeah, Roly could turn. Um, in they like that, aren't they, poodles? Poodles are, yeah, they're Snappy. unstable, yeah. dysfunctional. Um, Do you think that's because they've been <laughs> specially bred to be poodles and therefore they're... Yeah, bit, they've gone a bit wonky. A bit they're like... They're bred to um, look nice and fluffy, but not to... Sort of like a dog with chimera, it's almost like mutant DNA, and so it can be a nice little friendly poodle, and then suddenly this other side of it will come out, sort of come from nowhere, but actually in the past it's got a little bit of rock weather in it or something like that. Mm. So I mentioned the scene doesn't have paper today. Um, a city in Israel where the dogs have um, 
because they've got so much dog mess, they brought in DNA testing. So they go and test the poo and then take a swab from the dog's arse and get it DNA tested. Which they could really just match up the colours or something. Maybe. But what a job, eh? DNA testing dog poo. Well, it's a dirty job and somebody doesn't really need to do it. No. Um, there's um, been a record um, at the Dogs Trust Centre in Merseyside. There have been 28 puppies left last week. All of them are black and white. And red all over because they've got blood on them. <laughs> yes. Um, but they weren't all from the same litter. It wasn't like a litter of 28. They were from four different litters, but they were all black and white. So black and white is out for dogs. Um, there's a picture of them all looking over the fence, but I like you can see a bit of someone's hand there proving that they are being held up um, by people. And someone's head there. <laughs> someone's yes. behind the fence pushing the dogs over. If only they'd stay that size, I mean, why not? Do, do some we, sort we of DNA testing. Well, not DNA testing. I mean, genetic all, engineering. Keep them that fucking size so they can't bite. Well, that's what a Yorkshire Terrier is for. No, but they're snappy little buggers. Um, I don't know why I mentioning this because it's not interesting. Apparently, Misha Barton got off with Josh Hartnett. Um, two of the least interesting people I can think of uh, at Bungalow 8 on Monday. But I really said, because I, I haven't got the... This is in the Metro today. Yesterday, last night, in London night, they did put a graphic minute by minute... Um, blow by blow account of what happened she he was in the night she was in the night she clearly wanted to get to know him she was writhing dancing next to him he was with the guy from the kings of leon who said don't get involved with her she talks too much but uh, then he went to the toilet and she followed him to the toilet and then um, they got talking to each other and apparently left together and she went back to his hotel but only for an hour and then she went back to her hotel so we've got the full details there um, of something we never even wanted to know it's a bit like, you know, you're describing your mate a night out to your friends. Oh, guess what so-and-so did. She's there, she's dancing in the Well, I mean, it's not even... There's actually not even any detail there. Well, but no, it's, it's, it's more that she, she was dancing in the toilet. She came back and then went somewhere. Oh. I could have guessed that she'd had a crap that day. <laughs> um, there's a woman who's got cancer and... Um, terribly, she was flying with Excel on her last dream holiday to Sharm El Sheikh. Um, and uh, she's now because she couldn't fly home she had to stay in hotel extra it's cost her £1,400 and um, she's uh, got to pay all this in she's cashed in her life savings to take all the family on holiday but the thing is she's dying anyway she should have just got herself a credit card put it on all that and it would have been written off when she carks it yeah she's lucky hmm um, some women have been caught smuggling cocaine and they've sewn the packets of cocaine into their wigs and then put the wigs on. Mm. I like that. They got caught. I think it'd be because their hair was standing up like a couple of inches off their heads. Right. Um, but I, I like, had an I idea, like the idea the day of where I would smuggle, if I was going to smuggle in. Mm-hmm. Um, in a plug. Inside a plug. It's not a huge amount of room. No, but if you had a special, if you hollowed it out a little bit. Yeah. Which you could do. Inside the plug of some hair straighteners. Maybe that's why they started fusing the plugs or in, on. Or if you've been really careful, not much space at all, but inside the fuse <laughs> in a plug. <laughs> that's clever, isn't it? That was very, very clever. Yeah. I bet you'd get away with that. I mean, and also there's these machines now where you go in the airport and you can wrap up your suitcase in cling film. So how on earth a dog is going to smell... Um, some drugs in the fuse of a plug inside a suitcase wrapped in clothes. I don't. I don't know. I think that's safe. 
I'm not going to try it. Well, you're going on holiday next week, so if you are um, a um, drugs law enforcer or a customs person, look out for Zena Barry. She's going to be flying out of uh, Manchester Airport on Sunday. Um, she's going to have uh, a lot of plugged items with her, and um, a, a, her suitcase will be wrapped in cling film. Keep an eye out. She'll be looking suspicious, probably wearing a wig or so. <laughs> no, but the idea that I've got as well is to, to make it even more disguised is use the, the flex as a sort of headscarf. What? As well as a sort of scarf. <sighs> um... We're back again. We're back again. You didn't realise it, but we had another interruption. That was about an hour long that time, wasn't it? We went. Um, we've been. We've been, been to the bar. <laughs> we've, we've been drinking an awful lot of cider. And I don't even drink cider. No, but you have, you've been caning it. What were those space cakes? What were those space <laughs> cakes we tried? I don't know. Space cake. What was that ecstasy and heroin I saw you shooting up your arm? It's, you know, we had we had an hour to spare. Um, it's a good picture here. Look. There's, well, it's a bad picture, but you know when they have those floods in Texas? Oh, um, that's a fantastic picture. The, the lakes rose. The fish all went brilliant. We've got, we got some new environments to swim in. Got stuck in a fence. The lake, the water subsided, and now there's just sort of some open-mouthed fish stuck in fences. You know what that reminds me of? What? Hillsborough. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon, Zena. Oh, the Bradford fire disaster. What was that one? See a fire in Bradford. In a football stadium. In football, um, it also got another dog story for you. You're going to be furious about this. There's um, a man who had a dog that he really liked, mm-hmm. and uh, and a wife who he was less keen on. And the dog one day he was trying to um, comfort the little terrier. And rock it to sleep because it was I don't know what was wrong with it but he so, was treating right. it like a baby essentially mm-hmm. the wife came down and uh, said oh s- stop what are you doing what are you doing to that dog and he and the dog woke up and went oh and got slightly startled so the man got so angry that he strangled his wife because <laughs> she disturbed the dog um, oh, I can sort of imagine doing that with a guinea pig Apparently he said he was he was um, the dog was shaking and I was really angry. I reached the threshold of the horrible life that we had together. Can you imagine the untold tortures of having your dog woken up when you're rocking it. Weird. Um, I, I used to take pickles, the guinea pig, to bed with me. My mum would pickles, 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 pickles before or after pancreas. Same time. But it was Craig's guinea pig. Pickles was Craig's guinea pig. We all had mum had clover. Yeah. Craig had pickles. Yeah. Paul had kit and I had pancreas. Kit after kit the car. Yeah. Um that's a good name. What, what, how come you took pickles to bed and not pancreas? because um, pancreas would have um weed on me. But pickles Pickles was just very well behaved. She was a fantastic little pig. Abyssinian. <laughs> Dark haired, <laughs> lovely. <laughs> Also, Pancreas would have, um, she was long haired, so she would have got hair everywhere, whereas um, Pickles didn't shed at all. He was, he was just a fantastic little boy. And uh, I'd take him to bed, and he'd, you know, my mum would come up, she'd go, Oh, where's Pickles? I bet I know where he is, and I'd be asleep with him. And what was, the, was the cat, the cat, sorry, the pig, mm-hmm. um, have a terrified look on its face while you sort of snored next to it, and she'd have to go and stay no, a bit, pick, scoop him up. Pickles would just be uh, either stood up, 
I've got my tummy waiting yeah. for my mum. <laughs> I'm fast asleep beside me. I like the sound of pickles. Pickles was a little cracker he was. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to him? Died. <laughs> um, <laughs> not funny. That's not sad. Um, happy birthday to the Roundel, which is apparently the name of the underground sign. It's 100 this year. So scrap it. It's a classic bit of design. Boris is going to scrap they it. Should do, maybe they should have done something um, a bit more modern, maybe do some bubble writing. <laughs> Boris <laughs> is going to scrap it, get some sort of, probably what's his face with the sharks to Damien come in. Hurst. Yeah, do individual sharks for every station at a cost of billions and pass it on to us on our Oyster card. Especially you. Mm. Um, that would be quite good though. I'd quite like the sharks. But what you don't understand, Michelle, is it would cost a lot of money. Oh, okay. Well, I don't like that. I think we should be saving money at this time, mm. not spending it. Mm. Um, that's I it for the news. Inflation has gone. Scary. Well, it's gone four point seven percent. It's really four point seven percent. It's a problem today, isn't 4. it? Four point seven. Today is yeah. today. It's really hit us today. It has. We've been miserable about it all day. Mm. Um, never mind. And the weather's rubbish. Because for ages it's just been like good gossip, and now it's like, oh, I can, I can see the effect in my purse. Well, I'm going for two for one night tonight. Wagamummers, two for one. Happy hour, two for one cocktails. Orange Wednesday, two for one at the cinema. I'm having a half price night. That's fantastic. And this is the sort of thing that we should all be doing on a Wednesday, particularly. That's a that's a really good idea. What about Prozzer on the way home? I'll go two's up on a, um, a two for one. Two's up on a hooker. Yeah. Oh, hang on. That's the other way around, isn't it? Well, I mean, if you if you take a whole each, she might go for that. She might, yeah. <laughs> oh, you could Just have a, to think you could have a male one. Harder to find, I think. Mm, someone's quite informed. Anyway, right, let's let's um, end this nonsense. <laughs> I'm not I'm not informed. Oh, celebrity come dine with me on tonight. Oh yeah, with Damn what's it. his face? That would be cheaper than having a half price night actually is going home watching Celebrity Come Dine with me with Peter Stringfellow, Lee Ryan from Blue, one of the thickest men on earth, I think. Uh, Michelle Heaton from um Liberty X, I think one of the thickest women on earth, and Linda Barker. One of the screechiest people on With earth. With the most terrible tasting couch, couches on the earth. Yeah. So watch that. I think it's going to be very, very Although I find it expensive programs to watch because whenever I watch it, I end up Ooh, going end up on going a lemon the... cake hunt. <laughs> <laughs> they always have lemon cake for pudding. A late night lemon cake hunt. Oh. That's always what seems to happen. Oh, well, and it usually ends up with me failing to get the lemon cake and ending up getting wine. And some sort of other, other kind of pudding. Mm. Right. Have you got anything else to say? Michelle. What? Au revoir. <laughs> Bye. Um, we're not going to be here next week. Seems going on holiday. When do you come back from your holiday? Tonight. Um, well, well, I don't think I am coming back. You could do a solo solo show. Well, I'll see how bored I get. I suspect very bored is the answer. But we'll be gone for at least a week, maybe two. But we'll be back again. Um, quick fill in now. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I've been practicing my Spanish. Dos Sylvester, por favor. What's that? Do you have a um, 
Two beers, please. Yes. Is it? I've never even been to Spain. Uh, hola. Hello. Or goodbye. Gracias. Thank you. Agua. Water. Uh, oh. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. No? Yeah, yeah, that's right. What about, um, what's the Spanish for paella? Paella. It's not, it's paella. Idiot. Right, but bye.